0: You have reached Antioch's (laughs) feet.
1: Live reporting from my dining room.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You have a covenant that God makes with King David that there would be a king that would reign on his throne forever.
1: Somewhere along the line, people have taken women, honor men, and, you know, obey men, and has twisted it to such a distorted thing that women don't have as much value anymore. Um... She said she was she wasn't having a, a panic attack over something bad that happened. She was freaking out because like God spoke to her, and um, the Lord told her I had a vision of me standing before a crowd and preaching the gospel to a bunch of people, and people getting saved.
2: Success, like thinking that success will fulfill the emptiness in you, and success will make you feel worthy of you. It will give you worth and. In in a sense, like I believe God wants us to be successful,
0: but success doesn't mean money. It doesn't mean women
2: or men or designer bags or billion dollar homes or you know a bunch of zeros in your bank account. Because people s- can say, "Oh, I serve a church," but they can serve it without having their heart in it. They can serve it for the image of serving a church. There's a difference between I've learned over. Between watching my parents serve, watching other people serve, and just serving in different churches and in different
1: environments, that it's a lot to do with the heart of the person and
0: how they come off and how they serve. AntiochSpeaks.com. Check in. Every day, new podcast coming. Can't wait to see you there. Yeah, with uh, Antioch Speaks. He's got a new episode. Brent Christian Bryson. Uh, what we did the other night? Are you talking about last night? Yeah. No, that's a show that your wife and I have created. If you want to create a show with me, I'm open to do it. It's Nyla's idea. Nigel's a genius, bro. Mm.
1: Yeah, I know. She's hot, too.
0: Should she lead a church? I don't know, but she's a genius. Uh-oh. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
1: Now we got big. Yep. Uh, now we got to big. Uh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: gonna read the Bible. Let me read the Bible. I'm not debating nothing. <laughs> Luke 12, verse one. Meanwhile, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered, and of course this is New International Version for those who care. Okay. Do you guys use the word couple? Do you say, "I have a couple of dollars"? Um, my roof repair was a couple thousand. Counting um, you. Yeah. I, you know, I saw a couple of people. Do you literally mean two when you say
2: it? Definitely not. I do sometimes. Whenever I say couple, I mean two. Right. I mean, so occasionally, but you, you I use it interchangeably. You
0: could say couple, and it could be... Yeah. When you want... When it's a couple or more, what word would you might use?
2: Few. 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 Yeah.
0: I would use few for three or more.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
0: When would you say many?
2: After five. I was going to say, probably after five. So let's just say... Few is three to four, and many is five and up. When a crowd of many thousands had gathered,
0: we're going to say it was over five grand. Five thousand people had gathered? <laughs> probably. Okay. So that they were trampling on one another. Wow, now it's starting to feel like... Uh, now it feels like... Twenty thousand. Madison Square Garden. Jesus began to speak first <laughs> to his disciples, his best friends. You think so? You Do you think the disciples were Jesus' best friends in human like flesh flesh conversation? I
2: think they had to be, because the Bible says know those that labor among you. So yeah, I think. And they had he rebuked to... his parents for him.
0: He's like, who is my family? These men who are following me.
2: Yeah.
0: Answering so yeah, I question. think so. I always answer more questions than I. You know, you last night during our show, I was talking to you about your segment with Let's Debate, and you cut me in the middle and you said, You're asking me all those questions, I'm gonna ask you. What was that about?
1: I just wanted you to answer the question yourself.
0: Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. It's law. The yeast of the Pharisees is the Mosaic Law. My opinion. The yeast of the Pharisees is Mosaic Law. That's what I believe, yeah. I also think, judging from the Pharisees and the Sadducees' behavior and all of the scripture judgment and prejudice was also the yeast of the Pharisees. Also being born birthrights. Pharisees all had birthrights in this Jewish religion. They knew very very young that they were going to be these certain staples in the temple and in the so that's where I started to get the expectation. Does, Does that make sense? For some reason when I read it when he said, Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, that really stuck out to me. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, one of those being expecting what is coming to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that make sense how, it does. how far I get it? There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, which eases my anxiety. Because I think when we think of it, we think of people sneaking around doing wrong things. But when I read it, Today, it's also good things that are coming to you you just don't know about yet. And the Lord says there is nothing concealed that will not be re- disclosed. Meaning, if it's good, it's bad, whatever. If you don't know about it right now, it's fine, but it's coming to you. You'll get it.
1: There's nothing hidden to you.
0: Nothing. It's coming. You may not see it today, your million dollars before you're 22 or whatever, but it's coming. Nothing hidden that won't be disclosed or hidden that won't be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight and what you have whispered in the air and the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. For me, today, missed expectation has caused me to say things in the dark that I did not want someone to repeat. Okay. Are you... I know it's a weird way to to, to go about this, but that's how it hit me. Yeah. That's how it hit me today and seeing you distraught in the situation about Kansas City is is reminding me of the little things that we get set up for you if you didn't have a high expectation to go you would not be disappointed
1: yeah
0: does that make sense mm-hmm. and, and and it's the same thing that I put on I was talking to Logan today and I said I think my fault is I put high expectation onto people and circumstances and when they don't meet up, I get very distraught. Meaning, if you did something crazy, uh, just say at your job, or to your uh, wife, or to our friend group, it would devastate me because I don't expect you to behave that way. Does that make sense? If, If a guy with a mugshot and four pending charges Broke into Tina's house tonight and stole something. I'd be like, "Wow, man, a criminal did that." But if you did it, it would devastate me because I don't mm-hmm. expect you to behave that way. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Expectation. What's your
2: thoughts on on what I'm saying? <clears throat> I'm doing all the talking. I feel like. So to bring it into perspective, with me, like, I have different expectations in my mind of you. Than you might view of yourself. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So in my mind, my expectation is Brent has nothing better to do than to answer his phone when I call. <laughs> right. I was really about to say that. <laughs> Brent doesn't have anything to do when I call him, because in my mind, in that moment, I need him more than anybody else. Or or I was available that time another day. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. You know the the pattern is supposed to match up. He's supposed to be available at 12:05 because the last seven times I called him it was 12:05 through 10. You know, it's there's expectations there and when my own expectations let me down, I blame you. Sure. Isn't that crazy though? Absolutely. Which takes me back to that. If I get mad at you, <clears throat> whose responsibility is that. It? It's mine. Yeah.
0: What you did is can literally affect me nada if I choose. What you do and say could affect me nothing. All I have to do very is choose the
2: Yeah,
1: very true. So let's talk about also like the, the expectations of we know you won't do something. Like, so sometimes Brent with you, if I called you, like what he's talking about, if I called you sometimes and you click that button that says, can I call you later? I do not expect <laughs> at all for uh, you to 100%. call me back. ever. I will have to call you again. Glad you guys are in the room together. In two hours. I will have to call you back in exactly two hours from now to make sure the time goes by. And I will call you again. And sometimes you'll answer. And your reason of why you couldn't answer the phone is because of something you were doing. Or, I forgot. I forgot to call you back. Logan Biddy is the exact same way. Now, my expectation with Logan is a little bit different. Mine's a little bit iffy with Logan. Because Logan, sometimes he might call me back.
0: Sometimes. I might call you back sometimes too.
1: Rarely, it it barely happens with you. <laughs> You'll answer my seven out of ten phone calls, but all seven of those ten, you're saying, "Can I call you back?" <laughs> In the conversation, and then we probably might have a little bit more. Yeah. So.
0: So you're saying I never initiate phone calls with you? No, you won't call me. All right. Gonna, I, I call you. On both. I'm gonna work on this, guys. So. I call you. This is you hitting. You me, this is hitting me, me. home. Tonight, I'm I'm gonna repent of this, and I will. That is you. my expectation of you. I love you both very very much, and
2: I will fix it. You love Logan more. You call Logan by yourself. But Logan's on a completely different playing field. What's going on with Logan? <laughs>
0: Logan's not here to, to Yeah, he's not here. He's, he's not, even not here to here tell something. you guys that I don't call him on my own or something. I, I don't know what he would say. Because my expectation, I, I'm not lying. This to you. is it. This is this, it. I'm not lying to both of you. When he told me today I don't want to answer his phone calls, we were in a pretty deep conversation, so I snowed by it, but my brain was like, are you insane? I don't answer your phone calls? And now you're telling me I never call you back? I'm going, I initiate calls to you all the time. So I'm not arguing that I do or don't. I'm saying I don't realize that it's happening, right? So it's possible Biddy comes in and goes, no, Brent never <clears throat> calls me back. And he never initiates phone calls. It's possible. Although, from my point of view, I probably call Biddy
2: all the time. When Brent could be calling Biddy 20 times more than he would call us. (laughs) And Biddy sees that as half as much as usual. Because of perspective. Can I tell you?
0: My girlfriend, at the same time that my head is going, Wow, I'm never really free. I am always entertaining. Something or someone. Right. She's going wish we could spend more time together right so <laughs> having that said that's Uh-oh. a good that's a good way to, to paint this picture though it's exactly this is probably
2: a lot of problems with relationships it, no it's, it's, it's I would say it's every every problem with a relationship
0: and if you did this look, look what he says here if you and it, this really rocked me right here when I when I thought about it, there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed. If I said that, if, if let's say tomorrow, and I know you hate when I speak negative things, so I'm going to speak on just me and my stuff. Let's say tomorrow, one of my ch- children called me and said, "Dad, I'm I'm going to be a uh, entertainer. I'm going to Vegas, and I'm going to wear these little tassels." And it's going to be wonderful.
2: I'm going to make 3000 a night.
0: I'm going to make so much money doing it, but <clears throat> you're going to see me and it's going to, you know, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, my daughter's a dancer. Let's say that happened. If I could look at it like this, well, that didn't stay concealed. <laughs> right. Because that is just, I don't need to react. And, my daughter should never be that. I'm such a terrible father. It's, it's really just... Okay, it's time for that to come out. (laughs) She wants to be a dancer. Is Is that making any sense at all? Yeah. Okay. Then he says this. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. What does it mean to you? How do you take the verse? Do not be afraid of those who can kill the body, but after that can do no more. It's certainly a warning.
2: Another translation says, Fear not those who can only kill your body, but fear the one who can kill both your body and soul. If I keep going... It, it, it,
0: oh, forget it. You. I stop. Yeah, I, I <coughs> stop saying... Right. What are your biggest fears? Mine? What will freeze you tomorrow? What could happen tomorrow throughout your day that will stop you in your tracks, make you turn pale in the face? Nothing. Branson's invincible. Oh, no. Doing
1: wrong to my friends, that will ruin my day. That's a fear of mine. If I if I hurt one of you, I, would, I probably wouldn't work all day. I would not go to work. If I lost someone I loved, I wouldn't work. I would sit home and they would ruin my day all
2: day long. I agree. That's a very transparent thought. If If you made a decision, made a statement, did
0: something that caused one of us to go, that's it, When
2: when When you and I made that phone call about the meeting that we called in my house, I didn't do anything the whole day. I did absolutely nothing. After that point, from that point on, I was just like, I can't do anything. This is what has horrified me for a long time. And it's starting to dissipate now because they're
0: older. But for a long time, that dang Amber Alert. Yeah. If my kids were at Tina's for the week and that Amber Alert went off... I went into like. And it still hits me sometimes. Even though my kids aren't small anymore. That thing will go off. And I'm like. Just sheer fear. I feel like Jesus. That's the flesh. And the Holy Spirit does not have that. Right. And Jesus. Did not have it. Right? It's It's. It's a weird knowing, expecting, that no matter what happens, I'll read that second verse to to add to this. I'll read the second verse now. But I will show you whom you you should fear. fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Come on. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten. By God! Now my skin lights up, and I know people say that 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 um, you know little bumps, or the goosebumps aren't really any meaning. But to me, I get on fire about that because not one of them is forgotten by God. So if the Amber Alert does go on and I pick it up and the Jeep has my kid in it, I can remember that no, I'm not forgotten by God. <clears throat> I'm not forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So, the fear you ever get the fear of walking up to someone that the Holy Spirit's telling you to go pray for? Or the fear to go yeah. tell someone about the gospel? In that moment, I think we should meditate on that verse. Yeah, I agree. In that moment, do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And if you are, Then I am. Mm
2: -hmm. And if
0: I am, then whoever the Holy Spirit is directing me to talk to is. Right. still feel like I'm the only one talking? No, I'm here
2: for it. I really am. Keep going.
0: Alright, then I'll finish up because I went all the way through 12. I was so excited. I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will also acknowledge before the angels of God. This was a huge prepping. From verse 1 to this, he prepped me just now to dust it off, get in front of any atheist, any agnostic, Satanist, spiritual war, uh, witchcraft person, whatever, yeah. Yeah. and boldly speak Scripture, Gospel.
2: Of the goodness of God.
0: Of the goodness of God. Because if I acknowledge Jesus in front of these people, the Son of Man will acknowledge me. Before angels of God.
2: So. Alleviating us from our own perspective. Putting everything. Away. I, okay so not even alleviating. But really narrowing our perspective to. If God said it. I believe it. It is done. I, that our service came back and just smacked me in the face. You said it. I believe it. No matter your circumstance. Doesn't matter. You're sleeping on cardboard tonight. Anything that's being concealed from you right now
0: will be revealed. Don't worry about this. There's someone who could send you to hell and he's chosen you. And you're more valuable to him on that cardboard in the middle of the night in the street
2: than many, many sparrows. That is my life right now. I'm living it right now. Expectations of flesh, bro.
0: Every time someone says "Don't live in the flesh," you think of sex. I think of sex anyway. Um, right. I, right away, I think of sex and lust. When someone's like, "Oh, you gotta crucify the flesh," I'm like, "Oh, I gotta put my sexual desires away." But it's bigger than that. It's each and every fear. It's each and every prejudice. It's each and every little filter that I have built from expectation, uh, anxiety. It it
1: goes on to saying feelings. Your feelings. You gotta live by faith, not by feelings.
0: Feelings are flesh. Feelings are yeah. flesh. Is, oh, my heart is broken. That's flesh. You
2: gotta deny that. I, not only. No, I'm telling you. Because tell in heaven you know. don't have it. Yes. Dead men aren't supposed to care. Dead people aren't supposed to care. Oh, he broke my heart. Dead people don't have a pulse. What are you talking about? If you are dead to yourself and alive in Christ, you don't He broke care. my
0: heart. Something concealed was revealed to you, my yes. man. Move it on. Goodbye. It's not easy. Should be. It's supposed to be. Jesus just said it should be. Jesus literally just said, my friends. If you don't believe us, believe the word. You guys are all chumming with Judas over there. You're buying him his plane tickets and he's making these little deals with you. But he's going to turn me in. You guys all need to be okay with it. You cannot let that shut you down. You must keep The closest friend of you is going to probably... If, you, if Anyone. Your children. You, my grandfather told me in the 80s that my yeah. children would look into my eyes and say, Dad, you gotta get the mark of the beast for health care, And we gotta go to school. What are we gonna do if you don't get the mark of the beast, Dad? I'd have to crucify my flesh.
2: inside that no. Not for me, boys. Yeah, it's better. I,
0: I'm worth more than many, many sparrows. Yeah, like
1: you know, Jesus says some radical things, man. Jesus says, he says, even if you call your friend an idiot, you've murdered him.
0: He also so, said you got to hate your family. Yep. <laughs> In regards to me, <laughs> you do. Yeah. This is it. It's a functional process. The walk of Christ. It is. is so is fine. our expectation of working. Is that flesh? I I believe I believe so, Bryson. So hard, Because <laughs> it might be the I, truth. Think about where I'm at with this. The unfolding over the last two months in this, okay? Number one thing that came up to my mind is my career, why I push and do what I do, is I'm afraid to not keep earning the same thing I've been earning. Come on, man. The only lure that gets me up on Monday morning is that check on Friday. If you remove that, I will not continue to do my current job. Take the check from me, and I will not continue to dine and hang out with the people I hang out with. But it says where, um,
1: where your heart is, your treasure will be also. You would wake up every morning, I believe. I would too. I think he would. I think Embark will as well. The, those that are involved with this podcast would wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. And if we had to do this, I think we would do it.
0: All you have to do is look at my Saturday. Saturday's my day off. If I woke up the morning up at 7 and it to make
1: a podcast and talk about Jesus...
0: I wake Abram, up at Abram. seven a.m. I read my Bible. I pray. I may listen to worship music, worship myself. I may listen to a podcast, and then I just—I I, want to tell somebody stuff. So then it's heart- literally First Timothy. It's literally instruction what English. we're
1: supposed to do. And God looks at your heart, right? So this right here is, I believe, where our hearts is. And I, you know, I'm not really sure about the whole job thing, you know. But our hearts are not because we we all don't want to work. You know, the job. Exhausts- want to work?
0: The job exhausts me. By the end of the day, I'm exhausted. Lately. I'm getting a little a bit of a kick at the end of the day because I'm praying. When I'm finished with my job, I'm going, okay, Father, I'd really like to focus on something I think you've inspired. Can you give me some supernatural? I would wake up every
1: morning, bro, if it was for one person to get
0: saved. Just one. If
1: this whole podcast was made for some woman one out there, one woman, woman stopped using
0: drugs because of this podcast and it's worth every single
2: hour. I'm going to say something. Money. Money. Let's, yes. Brent said something to me during a phone conversation. I'm so heated because Brent walks me through a lot of my anger. So for those of you listening, if we decide to publish this. Yeah, it's going. This is um, going out tonight. Yes. It's getting shared so, on
0: Facebook and Instagram. And Are you going to hit up the TikTok? I
2: don't have TikTok. Oh, the yeah. TikToks. TikTok. We need a TikTok. TikToks. TikToks. Get Jay to do it. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Go so ahead. Brent and I were talking on the phone. And you said something important to me. You said, in in the light, I'm not going to divulge our conversation. It was very personal to me, at least. You said, if I suffered my whole life as a father XYZ, I believe it was because I've been able to help you. (laughs) And it blew my freaking (laughs) mind. That God in all of his sovereignty and wisdom and knowledge and greatness and, and awe-inspiring love could allow Brent to go through something for, for 28 to 30 years of his life just so Brent would have the knowledge and the forthright balls to call me and say, What you're doing is idiotic. What you're saying is stupid. You need to park your car and listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. To think about that blows my mind. How humble do you have to be to understand that your entire life could be for the salvation or the deliverance of one human being? I, I will prove it. I don't know. If... It, you talk about this while you're looking that up. Yeah. You talk about the sparrows. It talks about his eye being on the sparrow. He counts the hairs on your head. Who's to say that my life and my and my convictions and the way I talk and the way I walk and the way that if you saw me, you would think I had no wife and kids and I lived with a Yorkie and another man is for someone else. Yeah. Now, I know that God's called me for more, but what if, what if God said, I'm going to, you know what, Christian, you heard me wrong. My will for your life is to fly across the world, sell everything you have, and meet one person. And when you meet them, and their life is changed through my immaculate glory, you're going to die. Go to hell. Would you still do it? <laughs> and so, you, Nala, can I say something real quick? Nala has a quick thing.
0: I wanna seal the thing so okay? I wanna seal this with scripture, okay? Yeah. What he just said, okay? Your entire whoever you are, if you're depressed, if you're addicted to drugs, if you are obsessed with this, you're obsessed with in. that, you're just doing whatever, your whole entire existence, it could be summed up to that one great push, okay? That one testimony. This is old testament, this is Mosaic law right here, okay? This was inspired by your debate segments that you're kind of going, I don't know. This had to be good, okay? When we had this conversation on this debate, I told you that I hold special things that happen to myself because I don't need everybody thinking I'm cuckoo and crazy. Do you remember that conversation, Bryson? Mm -hmm. About a couple of three days later, I get woke up in the morning to this this scripture right here. This scripture is going to seal everything we're talking about. If anyone sins because they do not speak up when they hear a public charge to testify regarding something they've seen or learned about, they will be held responsible. Your testimony is power. We are the witnesses of the glory of God. I don't care how depressed you are. I don't care how many people left you. I don't care if you were adopted. I don't care if you were born like like me. My dad was in prison. It does not matter your circumstance. Your testimony is the witness of the glory of God. And any man that will repent, the glory of God will get to him on this planet. And it might be that one person through your testimony.
2: The perfect example is Paul. He said... It's hard to kick against bricks. He was talking about the issues of life. His life sucked. Yeah. But he displayed the glory of God, and that was all he, he figured out. He was this high general. I'm probably mispronouncing his whatever. rank. He was high up in the army or the military. I like to call him the Bull
0: Jew because he was the best Jew that he there was. was. He was the God. Paul.
2: Paul. Paul.
0: The oh, Saul, Saul, this, was Saul the, yeah, children. So, yeah, yeah. And was I mean, he a was a Roman.
2: He was a Roman. He was, he was the. He kept the law like no one else. He killed Christians. He's the bull Jew. He made a, Jew, he he right made a fat living. I mean, you know, he had all the money, all the women, all the horses, all the camels. He was the dude to be around, and he gave it all up and suffered his entire life. You no, know you know what he called it after that. Garbage. He called it like he called it dung. Would you like, like to take a trip with me on what that word means? It is an obscene term for feces. The Americanized term oh, is the S word. I got you. <laughs> so
0: all right, you were gonna say something. Yeah, about yeah talk f-
2: about Nyla. Oh, so Nyla had
1: this one thing happen when <clears> she <throat> was. Um, she thought she was going to hell. She got saved, and like she was following God, and she was like the enemy was saying, "Oh, you're going to hell." And she went to one church, okay, was one church, and she was like, I don't know why I'm here. And the pastor was standing there preaching not about this at all. He was he was not talking about this at all, and says, mm-hmm. one of you in here thinks you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. You are not going to hell. And then he proceeded in his message. And now I was like sitting there crying because it was ridiculous. Life what changed. if that man died after that?
0: Life changing. It was worth it. Life changing. It was, if that was man worth died. everything. Just to tell Nyla she wasn't yes, going to worth everything.
2: Yes, it's worth everything. Just to change someone's
0: change. Which of takes me back to your question. Are we supposed to give up the anxieties that a career Come on.
2: add to our lives for the gospel?
0: See my
1: thing. I don't is, know if I'm subjective.
2: being called. It's subjective. But I, I know the will of God for my life. It's, I know it. It's subjective. God asked God Paul to sell his whole life out. He even changed his name. He said you're not gonna be the same person. Some people, he's going to go, Bryson, I want you to walk roofs for the rest of your life. But on uh, on the same note, I want you to preach every single day. Bryson, you're not going to be able to have the strength to open your eyes, Pastor, when I let you. But this is what I want you to do for the rest of your life. I want you to fund the kingdom with all this money you make from all the roofs. And I want you to give 100% to roofing and 100% to preaching. But by my power, you will give 200%, Bryson. And are you okay with that? And yeah. It's all gonna be. You'll never see the fruit, maybe. Right. There's a possibility you never see the harvest. Yeah. And there's a possibility you might not ever smile ever again. <laughs> see, then that would be you're not walking the spirit. I'm telling you. There's... But you, but you get what I'm saying. Like you may not have happiness in your life ever again. But would you do it for the glory of okay. God? Okay. All right. Now we've just changed lanes, because I'm I'm I. <laughs>
0: I used to be real happy, right? I used to run around. I had this sales job, and what it consisted of is Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. I would drive to uh, Buckhead, to Peachtree Avenue, and get into the Atlanta Financial Center. I'd go up to the 14th floor, whatever it was, and I'd have a a computerized phone, and it would dial numbers one after another, after another, 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 just right after you know, over and over again. And every time someone picked up. I say, hey, it's Brent with American Derivatives. You've heard of us before, right? And they always say, yeah, even though they haven't. And then I would tell them about this great investment idea. And then they would send me money, two, three, $5,000. And I'd never even seen them before in my life. And I would put the money into the market. At around noon, I'd go next door to the Palm, and I would drink gin. And I'd snort three or four bumps, and I'd go back over and, hey, this is me again. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you could stay till nine and call California. And make an extra 10 grand in a month doing that. And I had joy. I drove a Cadillac. It was beautiful. I, and I it. always had really attractive girlfriends and I could do whatever I wanted. It was awesome. I had so much joy. But today, man, <clears throat> my happiness level with it—like just when we get like this, I've never attained it. Unspeakable. Never, never attained,
1: attained it. You hate sin. You hate sin. <laughs> I would
0: never live that way again either. And that. In comparison, it's not even. I. You said happiness. Never had happiness again. I really think. And guys, I don't want to put this on myself, but but you'll see. I think if I got hit with hard times, I would be doing this with the people that were suffering hard times with yep. I me. Mean, let me tell, you about my, Jesus. My my tell Stephen, you about my
1: Jesus. My man Stephen was glowing, and they were stoning him, and he. Smart. That's happiness. I see. That is
0: ha- right. That's
1: I see the glory Christian, of God. Christian, did you hear what he
0: said? That's that's happiness, man. He said,
1: I see the glory of God and he's
0: getting stoned. And it was so like Paul saw Paul's like, ah, uh, my man's I focused
1: on that. Jesus but, when all the hard stones were thrown at him.
2: Exactly. Like some cause if I'm thinking about happiness. The Bible says in Psalm 144-15, Happy are the people whose God is Lord. Could that be where all of your happiness comes it's from? If you get lined
0: up, it's a bowling term. It's a bowling term. I know it's going to, you know, but just like Nyla sees hearts in the clouds, okay? <coughs> I'm being taught, I'm being given tips by a professional bowler about bowling. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me if you get lined up, if you get lined up, and I'm likening it to the uh, ultraviolet beam that we're in so to speak when we get into God's will if you get lined up in God's will for your life but he was saying if you get lined up right it doesn't matter if you throw the ball wrong it keeps going in the pocket if you're lined up and I stood there looking at him his name was Michael and I was like Michael you're literally preaching the gospel if I line up with the, the Word of God, it doesn't matter if I do it or say it wrong or go to the wrong place or nothing. It'll always hit the pocket. Michael P. Michael J. Michael Michael James.
2: That's not his MJ. This is middle name. Real tall, skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know Michael. Is. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. MJ was giving me these tips, and yeah, I was like, yeah, hey, yeah. "This is if you line up an ultra light beam of of the of the Word of God and into His will, you're always going to hit the pocket.
2: Doesn't matter how you throw it." Imagine, tie it back to perspective. That's perspective. Because you think about UV light in the, same, in the same, you know, analogy. What does UV light do? It kills the weakest things around you. Yeah, I did not realize that. UV either. light kills germs. UV light, if you leave it on your skin, will burn the snot out of you. You think if you sit under UV light, I promise you all the things that are That are around you, the the germs, the things that are pestering you, they're going to die. It's like when you turn the light on, cockroaches flee. So, your perspective automatically becomes clear when you're in the will of God. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Your perspective changes because all the crap in your face is gone. What is the story?
0: Ah, there's a story. This is good stuff, you guys. It's great stuff. It's the story of, of Joshua, right? Is his name Joshua.
2: What do? Which
0: character in the Old Testament help me out here had a bunch of brothers and they threw him in the Joseph. 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 No matter where you put the man he
1: excelled he every time. But if
0: you look at it
1: uh, no matter, I'm not go. come on daddy bring it. Uh, he, he, he did what was right and suffered. But then was exalted. When he Every started. time he, his Potiphar's wife, he, yeah, was, he gonna had gonna a good Potiphar. place in Potiphar's wife. Like his, met uh, Potiphar. He was like, yeah, you're gonna be the, you know, you're gonna be the best man. You know, and, you be him, the advisor, and Potiphar, man. Potiphar's wife comes in. Oh, you're handsome. You're <clears throat> working for my husband here. Um, yeah, I'm sleep with you. It's like forced
2: him. And then he run, takes off everything, and runs. But the perspective of anointing. Yep. Yeah. draws things. It that's it. This this is it. Can I say this something? is it? Come oh, on. Can really I say this? Yeah, yeah, both Just of Just a minute. Christian I, Bryce. When you when you think about the beams of, of the UV light which is which is the will of God and the perspective of God and, and the beam of, of anointing. The anointing draws things that you don't need. Yeah. It does. But if you remain in the will of God, they can only get so close before they're Amen. vaporized. That's true. I'm Amen. telling true. you this is um, this is pure revelation to me. I'm gonna write a sermon. I'm writing a <laughs> blog. You guys stay tuned for this blog. I'm fired up right now. I feel something welling up inside my come experience, on, jacking me on. up. But you think about it. When pot, if you picture Potiphar standing in the middle of this round table where our microphone is, and around him is the anointing. It's the beam of the. It's what God poured on his life. It's the will of God in your life. But yeah, it's it's, it's, and, it's the residue yeah. of people smell it. That's why you see that's why you see in churches, huge churches, the pastor runs off of the accountant. Outlandish things because the anointing draws things in. But the will and power of God Come over on. your life is like an umbrella. But rather, like Brent's saying, it's UV light. It kills things. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling oh, you. I, got, and, I and got it. When God wiped her out, it was because He did the right thing. It, it was because Joseph knew. I'm under, I'm under the influence of God. I have anointing. I have to make the right decision to allow God to do what he does through me. Because God can kill her dead right now. But I have to allow God to work through me because that's why he chose me. Many are called, but few are chosen. And he chose me, so I have to let him work through from that influence to get rid of these germs. So he said no. When he could have, being an anointed one much like David, said yes, I'll take that. Yeah. And gotten whatever he wanted. Still, God still would have had an anointing on his life. He could have still had the kingdom. He probably could have had Potiphar's house. Think about it. But instead, he said no, and ended up in this pit. And runs away. You know. And he becomes king.
0: What were you going to say? Yeah, you please gonna, say. What were you going to
1: say? Because we were talking this whole podcast about expectation. Yeah. What it's where it started. This whoa, has definitely
0: whoa, is. led. to... I think to, we're still in expectation. I think we have just led to. People saying, I was called to A, I was called to B. But, go ahead.
1: We're talking about the expectation is of the flesh.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah.
1: Potiphar had expectations of Joseph.
2: Come on, man. Potiphar
1: said, hey. And expectation got him nowhere. Because his expectation was that this man is not going to do anything wrong to me. Expectation got him into a lie pit. Because Potiphar, his wife, comes and says... He raped me, and has his cloak sitting here. He left it here, and then he goes to jail. Okay. Yeah. And then the expectation of the two guys that are in there with him is this man interprets dreams. He interprets my dream. I want them both to come to pass. One of them got a good dream. The other guy was, "You're gonna die, bro." He was expecting a good thing for him to come out of this. Yeah. And then it all turns out for a big expectation, and none of them got their way. None of them did.
2: Not Joseph. Clearly, could say the the same thing. The will of God was done every single time. Here's another thing, right? That
0: everyone just has to understand: the will of God is going to be done every single time. And I say that because my sermon that I wrote was: God doesn't need you.
2: He wants wants you. He wants you. You have the pleasure of carrying it out.
0: If Moses didn't do it, he still would have got the Jews out. If Noah didn't do it, he still would have saved the animals and started up again. No he will you, always figure it out. But he wants to join you. He wants you to join him. And that's amazing. That's a cool thing. Okay. So, I, I'm coming to a conclusion of basically the calling and all that kind of stuff is do what you were created yes. to do. So, when you're in the situation, which you brought this up about the Bible, if you're in a situation where, like I am, I'm working for a guy who, many years ago, when I got this opportunity, it was a blessing. And I thanked God for it. And any time that I'm really mad at this situation and I'm complaining, I fall back. and You know I'm like this. I fall back on, but wait a minute, God gave it to me. So how could I possibly be seeing it this bad? Right. If God did this for me then I'm probably in a messed up perspective.
2: Perspective. My perspective yes. is just my expectation
0: got missed today, and I'm in a messed up. Person. So I got to do what I was created to do tomorrow and wake up and go do this. Now, if you can get into the idea of doing what you were creating to do, the next question is, what was I created to do? Right? Mm-hmm. So I picked up my Bible because I, I like the Bible. In Isaiah 43, verse 7, it says, "Everyone who is called by my name, who I created yes. for my glory, yes. whom I formed to make." So I was created for God's glory. I'm a witness of the glory of the true living God.
1: And a lot of times, I'm just gonna say this real quick. Um, a lot of times. Us as Christians and us as here for God's glory have an expectation of what you just said. Our expectation is, God, why does God not need me? Why why is God not providing for me? Why is God not doing this for me? Why why is He not doing this? And we we don't give like I you know you know I struggle with worship sometimes. He deserves my worship. It's not of, it's not an expect, it's not my expectation of oh he, I, he needs to do something for me. For me, to do. I'm saved, bro. You're I good. have salvation. You're good, bro. Yeah. I'm. No matter what happens, man. The reality is, he's king. Everything, you everyone do from here will on out. bow before him, man. No matter what happens, it doesn't matter what he's done or not. If he didn't come and save anybody, I'm bowing before him whether he likes it or not. He. It, that's how it is. That's the reality of everything.
0: Do not be afraid of those who can kill the body. Come on man. And after that, can do nothing else. But I will show you the one you should fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I say, fear him. And then you see his heart. That's he not verse 12.
2: Hmm? What verse is that 10? Luke 12 uh, is 4
0: through 6.
2: Okay, so that's that's ending in 6. So can I seal I I like what you said earlier. You said I'm going to seal this with scripture. I, I think we should do it. At the something, end of
0: all sermons we should seal I'm with telling scripture. You, something dropped
2: in my spirit when when we were talking yeah. about Bryson, when you were talking about perspective, again, just just know. Hebrews 12, verse 1, says, Therefore, we also, since we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. Let's do a word play. I'm going to read this over. Therefore, we also, since we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside Every perspective and the sin which so easily ensnares us, the Bible says in the New King James Version. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for who the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Right. Okay. They always offer the cross. No matter how
0: bad your situation, if someone calls you again, and my situation is so bad. Remember the cross?
2: Yeah, if Jesus... This man was beaten and spit on in front of his mother for no crime. If Jesus endured the cross and laid aside all of his expectations, (laughs) he laid his expectations down in the garden when he said, it's not my will. His will and expectations are hand in hand. Yeah, and isn't it right that in his flesh he could have burned them all down and lifted himself up?
0: He He crucified his flesh literally because I know... God felt it. I know God felt the whole. I don't want
2: to die. So verse 2 again says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Our is emboldened. Our faith. It's showing ownership of God's people. Amen. Who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the Father. Shame is flesh too. It, it is. It's expectation. I expected to feel one way after this, but instead, here we are. He. It basically says, lay aside all your junk. Quit sinning because we have the power to stop sinning. Stop listening to people who tell you that you're going to sin every day. You have the power to stop. Some people don't believe that, but all of it is right here in Scripture. You don't have to to be led by sin, guilt, shame, and condemnation. You don't have to be. We make conscious decisions to sin because we bring up our expectations. I I have some. Can I
0: throw something in here on
2: on the sin topic
0: real quick? If you get locked in on. on doing what you were created to do... You run out of sin time. Dagummit! Say it! Say it! I think the idle hands verse has a lot to do with that. Yeah. If you're
2: busy in God's work, you don't have a lot of time to be... Right. But you're busy in God's work, you don't have a lot of time to sin, you lay aside your expectations. He's saying, he has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's just take that in for a minute. In other words... God's will was done. Amen. Jesus Amen. said, you got it. This is your will. This is where I'm at. I'm an- I'm Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one. I have the anointing. I have my father's covering. The UV light is on my life. The power of the Holy the Spirit has been the given Holy to us. The power of the Holy Spirit. Who says that we can't go to heaven and do whatever it was that is God's will on the way there? That's why I believe God is such a righteous judge at the end of the day. People think that there is so many things that are going to keep them out of hell, but not doing the will of the Father sits at the top of the list. Because they say it over and time and time again. Lay aside every weight. You know, go and sin no more. Where are your accusers? What's your perspective right now? You're looking at the ground. You're laying half naked, I'm certain, on the ground. You're looking at the dirt. Change your perspective, young lady. Where are your accusers? Yeah. Yeah. go and sin no more he said it so simply get up. I don't accuse you either get up and go sin no then more whatever you're feeling with your sin is empty right. when you realize do what you were created
0: for get out of your head and go do it
1: and then he even puts in the word he's given everything to live a godly life come on there, there is no excuse come on there's no excuse nothing there's, there's nothing. not he even says you're not condemned he even says mm. you're made in my image he even said she seated with me.
0: me got another one Kalosh- he said Kalosh- you're seated Colossians Kalosh- 116. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So if you're in a deep, dark space, remember, you're valuable as many, many sparrows. Yes.
1: And if we we, sit here and say, you know, the enemy this, the enemy that. Come on. It said that by the cross he publicly shamed them. Yeah, amen. There is no more enemy amen. over you and we all the time. And I'm not saying he's not there; he's going to not attack. Come me. on, not saying. Come me. on. Yeah. but he's publicly shamed. He's already yes. been defeated. we are not looking in a perspective of victory. Victory, king. That is the perspective. Oh. Victory should yes. be respected.
2: Now tell me, tell me this. So on the this, let's make it so simple because I believe the gospel simple. I really do. You can make it complicated, but you should sure actually condense it—not water it down. But you can condense it. Let's look at that. So, dude, I got jacked up. Yeah, it's great. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's great. You look at you can look I at bar.
0: Can you can you hold it? Yeah. I think something tries to stop us from doing this. Dude,
2: my brain was like
0: goodbye. You know what I really, dude. Like, this is, like,
1: we don't need motivation. Come on. We don't. Motivation is not a thing. This right here can motivate us to go preach the gospel. 100%. It doesn't do anything, though. There's no foundation. Christ is the foundation. Yes. If we're going to go serve God, he has to be there. He is the course. And if we, like, you know, we always want to, like, there's motivational videos to work out. for No no one does anything. You won't go to work out because you watch a motivational video. Agree. It's Mm -hmm. a decision. You make a decision daily of what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says choose today who you will it. serve. Yeah. Who are you going to serve today? You wake up in the
0: morning you say, God, I serve you. But I mean these specific little things, these podcasts when we get together, yeah. they're always cool when we do them. But something always tries to stop us from
2: getting to this.
1: Yep.
2: Let's build four walls around what he's saying. Ugh. We're looking at perspective. We're looking at the fact that we have all the tools given to us Almighty, almighty creator who week. knows the beginning from the end and he said just don't do it don't be like the world just stop doing it and then we look the enemy has been publicly shamed this is wall number two the enemy has been publicly shamed don't do it shame of the enemy okay fourth wall is the power of the holy spirit yeah There's no temptation That he's not giving us away out of. Yeah, amen. Come on then. So that's 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 third wall. Fourth wall is the fact, back to perspective, what are we allowing around us? The Bible says that he is the deceiver. He's the accuser of the brethren. If he can twist one fact to be just less than that our whole persona changes our whole outlook changes maybe god didn't say he asked a question to provoke the fall of mankind Mm -hmm. did god say it's about lies and deception that's all. Of, he's a liar. He wants you to think he's powerful, but he's not. All we have to do is submit to God, and he has to leave. Amen. All I'm going to say is it doesn't say he is a roaring lion. He's like one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's, not a liar. he's, he's a liar. an imitator. Yeah. So, back, let's, let's put the cap on the four walls perspective with the power of the Holy Spirit, the shaming of the enemy, yeah, absolutely. the tools in our toolbox. Have allowed us to take the cloud away. I got scripture to seal it. Can I say something?
0: Robert? Yes, go.
1: What did we? What's the first thing we read here? Watch Luke. out for the yeast. Yeah, come on. Yeast. Yeah, yeah. What does yeast do? It grows. Yeah, and it makes things like it. Yeah, it's it all into everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. What he just said. Whenever we don't do any of that, that's yeast, man if if we
2: don't control we start getting legalistic we yes. start going oh we need to do this or whatever the case may be it gets all into it'll it it'll cost something that's supposed to nourish you either way and make it bigger we than it's supposed we get
0: extreme to be. anxiety about money and all of a sudden the whole ministry is messed up we get extreme you know fear you have marital of problems. oh my gosh we're heading into a city that hates christians we can't go and all of a sudden it gets then into they become a Joan and leave yeah all he right. says
2: that the pharisees are the children of the devil he if called them yeast. whitewashed sepulchers, full of dead men's bones. Jesus was spit. He said, "You're you you're your father of the devil." All I
1: know is there's yeast of the devil. Yeah, come on, that's then. That's the father of yeast, and he's going to try to pervert. And if he can twist one scripture,
2: it's yeast. Have you won't. seen bread before you put yeast in it? Mm-hmm. It, it I, I'm going to start making it. so soup. little. Oh, it's like a little. It's so little. It Sometimes it becomes huge. freaking
0: ginormous, bro. bro. Okay. It still nourishes you either way. Ephesians 1, verse 3 through 10. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love that they're separate. Okay. When Jesus told us how to pray, he said, Our Father who art in heaven. Jesus didn't say, Hey, you're Jesus, Jesus said, Hey, Father. Now we can seal our prayers in Jesus' name. But we're allowed to go straight to the Father. Anyway, mm-hmm. blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places or tools. Even as He chooses us in Him, or no, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, Ultralight
2: beam. I'm just telling you, man.
0: Burning out all evil things around us. Our own flesh gets crucified when you're in the ultralight
2: beam. Come on. The
0: enemy coming at you gets crucified in the ultralight beam.
2: And can I just say something to make it relevant? When you're in the will of God, nothing is peaches and roses. When you refine gold, you have to melt it and then boil it. And then the nastiest looking stuff in the world comes of the it's the impurities. When the will of God comes on your life, whatever happens first. When you when you when you choose Jesus, the worst thing that happens first, if the first thing you do is get angry and cuss your mom out, anger is that's it. That's 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 what God put his finger on first. Because he's very intentional. You, sure. you will start struggling more when you're a little guy. That is yeah, correct. You, you things will be
1: popping out so he can burn it out of you. <clears throat> yep, yeah, I, I agree with This will happen so he that's can it. say, that's got to go. Yeah. It's got to go and we'll mm-hmm. work on it. We'll work on this. You're still going to do my will, but we're going to burn this out continuously. But, it's, it.
2: it's making it relevant. I'm. I, that's it.
0: <clears throat> becoming... So, we're at an hour now, so yeah. we've got to stop. In closing, I want each one of us to say in closing. So, it would be much like a sermon. You would have an altar call, right? What would your in closing be to this topic, to what we're saying? In closing, the call to action is.
2: In closing, the call to action for me is number one, to get alone. In my opinion, it's to get alone. Because the God of the universe, the Bible says, desires to know you. The Bible says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. If you take away all the things, we can use cliches of this world. If you put away your cell phone and your iPad and your Apple Watch and your whatever the crap you have in your, in your, in your life, on your arms, on your on your face. Put it all away and sit and just say, God, here I am. Speak to me. Telling you, do it. And he'll begin to reveal His will for your life. That's where this starts. Amen. That's the beginning. Get to know Him. Hear from Him. The Bible says He's the Word. He never stops talking. Never. It's about your perspective. It's about I I, I when I tell people your your radars all the time. You're like satellites. If you turn, you yeah. can hear the voice of God. Now he'll speak to you in your sin, I promise. Amen. But it's a different perspective when you're going, God, here I am. I need you. I want you. Speak to me. I want I need purpose in my life. And I wanted to come from you. Not my likes on Instagram, not my likes on Facebook or whatever, TikTok or you know, not my creator phone on TikTok, but God so in closing, let's I'm I gotta wrap it up.
0: You got yours? And then I'm gonna let Bryson. What would you What would yeah. you say? So, he said, "Get along with God." Get along with God. In closing, you say, "In my
1: in closing, what I would the first thing that comes to mind is similar to his, it, with things that we've been talking about with, just give God like 60 days." Yeah, you just stole it from me. <laughs> if
2: you would give God. You
1: gotta pick another one, Brent. If you would give God, come on, a time period of your life and say, God, I'm gonna struggle doing this, but. My heart is in this, and that's what he sees. If you do that, everything of your life will change. You will witness and know the creator of the world.
0: I'm (laughs) believing that for anyone who's in earshot of this right now, that would be my altar call. I would not say, say this prayer with me, find a home group. Go find God yourself. I'm going to say this. Between February 22nd and March 22nd, Take five minutes out of your day. I don't care if you just got out of the shower, whatever. And say to him, What is your will for my life? Or say to him, Father, I don't believe you're real.
2: Mm. Father, say what's on your mind. I hate this job, Father, this that I hands. have. If you hate him, tell him. Father, I was created short. Why?
0: Mm. Just say, I don't, whatever it is. Father, I don't like you. Father, I don't like that you made me yep. blank whatever. One time a day. Oh, can I say this? For five minutes for thirty days, and then send us an email.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Say something. This, this one might hurt. If you ask God, why is it a sin to be gay? Come on. Just talk to him. I'm serious. Like if you tell him, th- like if you're angry with him, I'm serious. Tell him. He's yeah. not gonna. He's not gonna lash out on you. Yeah.
2: You think How somebody hasn't been angry at him before? Yeah, you,
0: you, whatever. It is, you were born with a,
2: you I've know i always heard it. God's big. Your man. left eye doesn't, doesn't work way. right.
0: God, God. why does my left eye don't work right? I'm mad that my left eye don't work right.
2: Can I put a lid on it? Can I put a lid on it? Yeah, let's cap it. This on. is this is crazy, and I and I feel like this is the Holy Spirit's on this. But there's a quote by Elon Musk, and it kind of runs a little bit like this. If you don't like Elon Musk? That's your business. I don't believe he's a pastor. I don't think he ruins the world. We plan. don't care. But either. I'm going to say it. So here we go. If you N- now now right now do it now don't wait till tomorrow start right now right this the, the wealthiest man currently in the world yep. said if you give yourself 30 days to clean your house it will take you 30 days but if you give yourself 30 minutes i promise you it'll take you 30 minutes put an expectation go to god with expectancy come on go to him very pregnant. With he doesn't the fact need us. That at some point, he wants something us. is going to be birthed. Whether it's revelation as to what's going on, give yourself a time limit. Don't say, I'm going to seek God. Go, I'm going to seek God for the next 10 days. And I'm going to do it for 10 minutes a day. Period. The end. That's it. And do it. Do it now. Do it right now. And expect him to show up. Don't talk about tomorrow with me. Don't email me and say, you s- talk about tomorrow. Do it right now
0: thank you my beloved
2: amen I'm this is great I love you I
0: love you love you